Welcome to Battle and Kill Buzz podcast. Make sure you follow us on all socials for extra crack and madness. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This week on Battle and Kill Buzz, we meet the Hombres, a brand new segment with three old amigos who will get into outrageous and ridiculous topics and challenges every week. It promises to be seriously electric and serious quack. Uh, this week's guest is magician Jack Brady. The man from the States got up at 8am on his day off to do the interview, so fair play to him. We talk all things magic, dreams and life as a performer. Cap a chat at the end previews a hugely, hugely exciting season for the red and white and looks back on a record break in 2021. You won't want to miss it. Hope you enjoy the episode. Right, Jerry, we can edit this on it. Um, right, boys, this is the Hombres. New segment on Banner Kill Buzz, uh, trying to shake it up a bit. So, um, basically, just three lads talking shite, doing challenges every week. Uh, not much more to it, to be honest, lads. Um, so, uh, will we introduce ourselves first, or that's probably not a bad idea? Yeah, well, how's it going? My name's Adam, one of the hombres. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Maurice. Okay. You already know who I am. Yeah. Third hombre. Adam's dad. Yeah, <laughs> famously. Yeah. Very excited to be joining the pod, Dan. Yeah. Lovely stuff, lads. Right, our first topic I hear is hardship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Irish as it gets. <laughs> you wanted to start the new year off right and just be miserable in <laughs> the past. Getting, he's just getting flashbacks from the dog <laughs> in the summer. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that Dan's got industrial now in his job. Yeah. 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 You take you take a bog over any machinery <laughs> these days. I know I got a fucking good job somehow. Yeah, it's nice when you're inside and get, you kind of get a uniform and it's warm and stuff. Like mm. you, you can't really beat being fucking inside. Yeah. Start on hardship. So, what's the question? Like the most hardship you've ever endured in a day <laughs> or something? I suppose yeah. Like kind of just talk about. It's obviously something like rather than being like starting like happy memories. I think people be more interested in hearing about like just tough times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, exactly. No one likes happy stuff. Um. It's kind of, you don't want to get too depressed with it because, like, take it as things like the sad things that have happened in your life, or just like that are funny now, though. Yeah, or heads of people who just turn around and be like, this cunt's just getting sorry for himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, like, there's an, ex- there's an extent to it, yeah. I can't listen to some people like going on, like, you know, you, you meet them and you're, you're, you're talking to them for like two minutes and then they start going on about how, like, Oh yeah, you know, I broke my leg when I was mm. when I was in sixth class and I never recovered. Never from. recovered, yeah. yeah. That's gonna be mostly this episode though. Yeah, of course yeah. it is, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, going, you oh, know, sorry, that's the air freshener. Jesus, <laughs> I always forget about that. There's a monster in the corner there, folks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, do you want to start off that last about your hardship? Um yeah, well a lot of my hardship extends from my early life. I was uh, <laughs> not born. I was born. Um <laughs> We have to live in shacks with no roof. Um, no, but um, look, look, a lot of my hardship. We, I had a job, and I'm gonna sound like a pussy for saying this, but I had a job, and you all know. Um, look, grand people working there, lovely people. Um, but uh, like there was like literally, you couldn't. Do you know the way like in shops, you get like a minute. Like if you're not doing that, and you can just stand there and talk to people. That wasn't really an option here. Like you <laughs> had to, you finished your work, you bomb down to your next piece of work, and if you didn't, you were kind of given out to. Mm. So, like, it was just, every day it was just, like, place smelled like shit as well. There was always <laughs> dead animals there. Um, just So, yeah, like, but look, it wasn't that bad. It like, sound like hardship. It, it was hardship. It I don't think you were never in there, were you? Is this the, um... No, we drove past it that time. <laughs> don't know the name of it, actually. We drove past oh. it that time the lake. Remember we drove past it? Oh, we did, yeah. Uh, I, tried, yeah I tried to hop the gate there, yeah. I robbed a few bits from it that night. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I remember. Better not say the name now. <laughs> oh, no, I won't say the name. 
So was there one day in particular that was really tough for you? Or was it like just in general a hard like a hard job? There actually was one day. Um, I remember. Do you know there is always days in your life where things always just fall apart, and it was funny. Um, well, it wasn't funny at the time, mm. but um, basically I was just giving out to her. Do you know the way you just can't do anything right, and people don't understand that. Like people, the the, the older generation don't really give a fuck when you're having a hard day. They're just like they just give out more to mm. kind of will you on a bit. So yeah, I just like made loads of mistakes. I ended up basically giving a lad like five extra things. We basically lost like two hundred euro because of me in like ten minutes. And <laughs> what else do I do? Yeah, I just everything I just did wrong. And then this prick came in at five o'clock, and he was the most like rude lad you ever meet in your life. And I remember then five o'clock in the morning. Oh no, Jesus no, five in the evening. Um, and he came in and it was something he asked me, but he kept giving out to me like he, mm. like for no reason. Like he just came in, he was like. Um, Jeez, you're not doing anything in here at all. Like I know that was a joke, but like that was like the nicest he was to me in the whole thing. And yeah. he was just giving out to me the whole time. I remember by the end of it, I just got so pissed off. I was like, the other lad was working there, right? You get his fucking order, and I'm going home. And uh, I remember I just went outside and hid for the last half an hour of work. <laughs> and um, I was just so pissed. I was like, I mean, you deal with that cunt. I can't listen to him anymore. And I just remember I went out to the back of the shop where you can hide. And I just sat there for the last half an hour, and that was my day. That I was. How did I, I didn't do it, I just hid. That's what I do with everything. <laughs> How did he do it? <laughs> How did he do it? Sure, he was fine. He got his fucking bits and he went home and miserable bollocks yeah, he was. You see, my work is a bit different now. When I'm up in uh, Dublin, um, fellow that works in the Weybridge now, he's sound, he, he's grand now. He, like, sometimes I do question him a bit. Like, I was up there and basically we have like this little room, kind of like this room here, and there's shelves. Mm. And... My shelf was, I didn't see the label, but it, it, there was a label on it that said Pavels. Or, of course, that was the fellow who worked there before <laughs> me. And um, so, because like, I'd go from Dublin, Kinnegad, Longford, like different plants. Yeah. And um, just, this fellow anyway, the fellow was, we'll, we'll call him John for the sake of it, mm. you know. And um, I left my jacket. Now, he just... John works in the Weybridge, or right? he just sits in the Weybridge and he, you know, books in and out lorries and like, you know, it's a bit of a stressful job or whatever, but he, uh, I, I left my jacket on the shelf anyway. Right. And I came into work that morning, and, or the next morning, and I was like, where's my jacket? Because I saw it on the shelf, but I didn't think it was mine. I thought it was the other fellow's jacket. Right. I came in and I was looking for it. I was like, Where, where's my jacket? Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I eventually gave up. I eventually gave up thinking, all right, my jacket's probably at home or something like that. Yeah. And I went to make myself a cup of tea. I go put the tea bag in the bin, and lo and behold, my jacket's just chilling there. In the bin. <laughs> and I walk into, I walked into John anyway. And says, here, what do you put my jacket in the bin? And he's just here like. I told you not to put stuff in my fucking shelf. I told you not. I was here like, holy fuck. Like, I just came in to say sorry. Like, I didn't mean to leave something on your shelf. But like, don't be fucking putting my stuff in the bin at the same time. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. And who is this lad? Was he a foreign lad or was he? No, he's uh, from Dublin. Not that, not that that matters. But no. like, he's from Dublin. Like, he, he's, he's a hardy enough fella as well. I wouldn't mess with yeah. him. He's, he's pure gym head. Like, one of the drivers, basically the drivers come in, get their tire, go back onto the Weybridge. Yeah. And a lot of them will give out if they don't get enough runs in unless they're working for a company. So if they're working for a company, they get paid the same amount each day. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference how many trips they take in the truck. Yeah. But if they're working for themselves, it's like the more trips they get, the more they get yeah. paid. Right, yeah, yeah. And some of them will give out that they're not getting enough trips. Like, oh, I won't know where I'm people will give out with fucking anything. That's Irish. They give out about anything. Yeah. They give out if they don't get enough work or they give out if they get too much work. 
it's like if it suits them, it's grand. But if it doesn't, that's it. They're they're gone home. Like they just leave you hanging. But like this fellow, like he came, he comes he comes into the Weybridge and he's given out that he didn't get tar or something. Just given out. And um, anyway, Joe just turns around, loses his shit with him, or John, sorry. And he just comes in, he comes in and he's like, oh. I want her. I don't even remember what he was giving out. But anyway, Joe or John comes out and fucking starts going, "Oh fuck you! You ever come back here? I'll take for. I'm not scared of you." And he goes, "He's now throwing fists at them." This is very customer like, relationship. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Throwing but that's the thing, though. If the drivers give you any shit up there in the plant, like they back you up, like oh, like you, you can't take shit from the drivers. Like I like to let them know, like I, I, I'm on their level as well. Like you know, I'm here to help you out. But you cross the line, you're you fucked. don't look like you don't. You're you're not over me, all right. Like you just snap, you snap your fingers in there, and they're not working the next yeah. day. Without me, there is no tar. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So yeah, you just tell them to fuck they're, off. To just wind you. Now you say that's like it's a good story, like, but I'm, that's kind of not what I was taught. You're going to tell me when you told about the work, because like it's it's interesting. You, you near someone threw a jack in the bin, but you told me once that someone nearly like literally lit you on fire. Oh yeah, we yeah. Tell that story. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, as long as they don't like, mention the company's age or anything like that. But uh, no, we were. What happened was uh, <laughs> we were loading. I I was getting a, a tank of diesel, and um, we had this big diesel, these big silos for diesel out back and oil and all that bitchman. And I was filling up this big thing of diesel for the lab. Um, because basically, if you spray tar with diesel while it's warm, it just like melts off. Like it's mm. really cool. Yeah. But uh, what happened was I spilled the diesel like all over myself. Like the pump is useless. Anyway. You press the pump, it just sprays everywhere. But anyway, I had diesel all over myself, and uh, the mixer man comes over and he's 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 bang on. He's like one of my favorite people in the in the in in the workplace. Like you know what I mean? He's just a legend. But he comes up to me. And here I am covered in diesel and stuff, and he, he's just he's like while I'm pouring it, he's here trying to light, trying to light his cigarette like up front of me, and I'm covered in diesel. I'm like this probably is like I mean diesel doesn't go up that easy, but at the it same time it'll like, go up. I wouldn't fancy yeah, being lit up with it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I'm still like not too keen. Him standing beside me like, trying to light this cigarette, it's not gonna take a like. And he's smoking yeah, away. Yeah. And he's smoking away anyway, and I'm still pumping up this. He didn't even take that much out of the cigarette. Like he had like a couple of puffs threw it on the floor right beside me, like right where the diesel was, and my heart dropped. But he knew well, I think he knew well. Like, you know, I'd say he knew well. Like, he wanted the promotion more than you. He wanted to get <laughs> in there. Yeah. I was incinerated just laughing. So he <laughs> yeah. the bridge. Like, me, so I, the I'm, the, I'm the new guy in there, right? So, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm working there about seven or eight months, but like the other day, my manager up in Dublin turned around and got uh, he. We have these emergency showers where you walk in and you step in them and yeah. they piss down a load, like you have in school or whatever, mm. piss down a load of water. But uh, my manager thought, yeah, this be class. We'll put a sensor on it so you don't have to look at where you're going. Like, you know, you just walk in and it turns on. You know, it's <laughs> savage. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. That's savage. Ten minutes later, the health and safety director over the entire company comes in and he's like looking at me. He's like, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, we need someone to, you know, demonstrate it. And I was like, okay, oh, yeah. hey, cool, yeah, like, that's grand. So, like, my manager stood there videoing me, and I walked up to the thing, I put my hand over the sensor to show that it worked. 
the chunk the water coming down when I put my hand yeah, up the yeah. sensor and you know I was wearing all my gear and stuff health and safety lovely job and then the health and safety director left for like 10 minutes and then came back another 15 minutes later he says no actually we need someone to actually stand in the shower and this is in I the winter so. this is in the winter and I'm like okay and I was kind of like step back a bit and then my manager turns around right Reese, you're up so, oh, fuck's sake so here I am health and safety director video on the air in his nice BMW just chilling there video on me I walk up and use the handrails and everything just to demonstrate the handrails the whole lot mm-hmm. lovely job and had to stand under the shower for about 10 seconds pissing in water I mean I was soaked and, I mean in Paris too he gave me he gave me a, a raincoat but yeah still <laughs> still it's one of those it things it's like yeah you're just kind of like Nice, you know. It's a bit odd after a job, like. Yeah, I know it's good crack though. It's a bit of crack. Like, I much, no offense to anybody, I'd much rather be working in a, a, a quarry than a petrol station. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more going on in there. Yeah, you, know no, you, could, right, you yeah. could be right there. You're dealing with dickheads the whole time. Like, coming I haven't had many of them yet, but yeah, I, mean, I have well, heard no, there is weirdness. Nice. Well, it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah no, that's mm-hmm. all. It's not too bad. Yeah, like serving like. Public is like really or miss. Like, it's not just all our tales of hardship is to do with our job. So, I'll yeah. go, I guess. We had a, I used to work in like a, like a butcher's, like, and um, it always said to me Christmas Eve was like the maddest day because obviously people are collecting their hands yeah. and their bits of turkey and all that. And like, the Christmas spirit does not come across people <laughs> in my local town a lot of the time because. A lot of time it's people who don't usually come to the budgets a lot, like so they don't know the crack that like we don't take card, which you know, whatever. But like um just like the rage some people have, like when it takes a while for you to collect yeah. your order, like the way it works is like we have them all organized in baskets with codes on the outside and someone says, Oh my name's John Murphy, we say grand, we look at John Murphy and his card has got like uh, the code on it, we're like, All right, go to that basket. But it was just something about that day, I just it's like I was trying to hurt myself as, as many ways as possible. Mm. So it was like in a room like this is like a big freezer room, like made all the crates done up. And he has loads of um barrels up above for like hanging meat from usually like but obviously there wasn't meat any there, so many baskets. And there's one basket way down the back. And we said instead of pulling all these around and like they're stacked up, like they're fairly heavy, I was like, All right, I'll just like jump up and like grab it from the top. If you get me. Yeah. So I jump up, <clears throat> not realizing the bar. So I'm going full force because I'm <clears throat> trying to get as high as I can, excuse me. And um I get up there and I jump full force hitting into the bar and Jeez. then because I've hit it so hard it kind of lifts up and then it kind of like goes on the edge of it so I've hit it once and then I come onto the ground and I'm like oh fuck and I've because like when I hit it I knocked it up over the edge and it's kind of there and then it tips over and falls down hits me again oh Jesus and Christ like, crap and then, yeah then for the rest of the day it was like I caught myself accidentally and then I got le- I got an electric shock off one of the machines that was like <laughs> whatever and then it was like I was, I was trying to collect it all and then I was like really dazed all the time and then it's just like I don't mind obviously so a lot of the time I'd be carrying stuff out for people they're not able to carry their stuff and that's grand like but it's just embarrassing sometimes because I like I, I there's one when she had me get into her car to put her stuff into the stuff so I was like in the back seat of her car put like carrying her bags in and then she has other bags there and I kind of put my hand out to her for the hand to me so I was like oh I might as well I'm in I might as well do it and she looks at me from and goes oh and then she puts like a, some changes in my hand. Oh Jesus! And I was like, yeah. "Oh no, I wasn't like, like a bellboy." Yeah, yeah, so it was embarrassing. Like, like I was asking for a tip, like, and um, so that's probably like the state of that and work. Keep the money. Oh, of course, yeah, but oh, I was, yeah. I wasn't gonna say, be, like, you know, yeah, yeah. But it was just I looked real weird. I was like, I was like, I'm not getting out of this car until you give me some money. And did you say it to her? Like, oh no, I didn't actually want money. 
why you? no because it was like i was like oh oh thanks but do you want me to take your bag and i was like yeah like like i just felt too embarrassed to be what'd she give you it was like 50 cent but it just like oh, it looked sad. like i was asking for so it was handy yeah but it was like she was like oh uh, yeah i guess i'll give you this and it was like <laughs> i like that but christmas day is good at the job because it's like um you get loads of like people giving stuff in she's like tips and then people like appreciate that your man i work i worked with her because yeah, they gave him they gave him loads of cakes and bits of drink and all that but like he's a strict eater so he wouldn't have any of it so at the end of the day it was like weird just dividing up loads of chocolates and cakes and rum between us like yeah took it at home so there's a few last minute christmas presents got made out of that you know all right and you know so that's yeah that's more hardship that's more hardship yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I believe you you've experienced a good bit of hardship in the, I think... the podcast area of things yeah i'd like to hear about that just just, uh, just just dealing with people that just don't want to talk to you Fuck's sake, yeah. Now look people who like to drive cars, maybe people like yeah, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming he doesn't listen. No, he was a good he was a sound guy, I'm not gonna slay anyone. Oh you sound good. Sound guy, but there's just people who don't talk, but there's always like an anxiety before you do it. Because I'd have an awful fucking anxiety with people, like, oh Jesus. Like, mm. And um it wouldn't be the kind of person you'd expect to do a podcast if someone was fucking social anxiety. But um like every like half an hour before I have like a set thing I do before every podcast, whatever, and it's like I just like listen to. I actually listen to picture list for every podcast. Yeah, and that sounds stupid, but I listen to picture list for every podcast. I listen to two Johnnies like the podcast that yeah, just yeah. kind of settles me down. And then I just like fuck. I literally close the windows and I just bell out like at least like five six songs. I swear to God, that's actually what I do. I I'll okay. show you. I'll actually show you the playlist. I actually sing. Okay. But um after, but yeah, no, that's just it. That's just to kill the nerves because the first few episodes, I actually got sick before one of the episodes. Jeez, I swear, really? no, that's I swear that I actually got sick before. I think it was the fourth episode it was the week after i got reported and i was so nervous ah yeah and i, I actually got sick before that sounds really over the top but no, no, well, that was just, keep going like that was that. The, yeah that was the nerves but yeah that's why that's more hardship that's kind of it was funny though I, it's funny, <laughs> yeah. it's funny it was now funny, yeah, yeah. it's sad that people go down to that level oh, what yeah. i do before my podcast now my very first podcast is rally the fiesta down to your house mm. well, so, yeah you probably put Heard me in, I did, did hear you. Yeah, I knew I heard some bit of a boy racer coming down the road. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the the scared of Van McKen, like yeah. rolling in. That's it, yeah. I'm the one that wakes the birds up in the morning. On my way to work. Yes. Five o'clock in the morning. There you go. Right, boys, will we talk about this challenge? Ah uh, yeah, speaking of hardship. Oh, <laughs> speaking of fucking Jeez hardship, Christ. there's more of a coming boys right. this week. So um yeah, so basically we're doing a challenge. So we're doing a challenge every week, we'll announce one every week and then we'll talk about it then the next week recap like yeah recap yeah so um this week's the challenge is we're gonna really regret this but this is to live like the rock for a day <laughs> the rock dwayne the rock johnson to live like him for a day so we'll have a vlog and stuff up on it on youtube if we get it all sorted out and yeah we should and we'll just we'll recap to you how it went we'll put a few clips of it on tiktok hopefully mm. <laughs> and um yeah if we're still alive by this time next week we'll um we'll tell you about, yeah. we tell yeah. you what's gonna be the so it's what we were researching there before it's about so up at half three and you have to do a bit of cardio like for like half an hour 40 minutes and then um just throughout the day i think we're gonna do his leg day workout because mm. it just seems like poss- more possible i guess yeah, yeah, doable, yeah and then um it's about five thousand calories around the day over seven meals mm. so that's gonna be the hardest but uh, to be honest i think that's gonna be i i think we're gonna alternate like between like whatever we're currently doing like when you're shoveling food into you're like oh this is the worst and then when we're doing the workouts i'm like this is the worst and then it's gonna be different bits but for me it's yeah that's like because i wouldn't be a big eater so i'm kind of nervous yeah, about that same, like, like, I yeah. Eat breakfast, yeah that's the same yeah so it's like well like, what, what do you say the calorie 
Christmas yeah, we're, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. What food are out now? Yeah, yeah I know. We'd be up early to see Santa's. Up early to see the old Santa. Be grinding when Santa's out there sleeping. Well, just say no. Right, that's it, lads. Sure, we'll we'll tip it off with that, and okay. yeah, you'll hear about the. Uh, thing next week yeah we'll be back with a few old topics next week and the challenge and we'll have a new challenge next week as well so uh, yeah we'll chat to you then sure alright see you next week bye bye uh, right sure we'll start like with the icebreaker question so the first one we'll just hop right in uh, what's your dream if you have one so it might sound a little cheesy and a little out of left field but I want to be the first comedy magician kind of fellow to get a Netflix special because I feel like there's this allure to the idea of Netflix special. It's just a name thing, you know? Yeah. So like, fuck Hulu, it'd be the same thing. But I, I want the Netflix special title, you know? Yeah. So I'd say that's the biggest dream. And um, how close would you be to that? Or how far, like, do you know what you have to do to get to that stage? Or are you only kind of at like the social media level of it now? Yeah, I, I, I'd say, like, one part of it is keep, like, uh, hustling at it, right? And I, this is kind of, like, first time I'm ever publicly saying this, but there is a Netflix personality who's also a magician with a show, and I might start doing writing for him, like, for his stage stuff. So I'm hoping that will be my in. Obviously, I want to do good at my job, but like, I'm also going to be like, okay, yeah, I don't want to say his name yet in case if I don't get it and I look like a loser. But I, th- I'm like hoping that will be my end, kind of. Yeah, I just yeah. want that title so bad. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a cool dream. Like, a lot of people want to be whatever. They've all very kind of like every dream is it's great, but like, it's a very kind of like, like, very few people will think of that. Like, that's just such a like it's a great thing if you're like in like you obviously like really love the magic and all that kind of stuff like do you actually mm. believe do you are you do you genuinely believe in magic just to put you on the spot here um not cool I, do, I don't think anything like that is real I'm very skeptical when it comes to all that stuff for me personally I don't judge anyone who would be in it but like in a real setting but but like to extrapolate what I mean with like the whole Netflix thing is like in terms of like just general mainstream, like there hasn't been since a, a fellow named Amazing Jonathan, there hasn't been a magician to actually have like a comedy special, you know, you know what I mean? Mm. So I feel like that's kind of what the interesting thing is. And I feel like what makes magic an interesting performance art is like you and the audience have this mutual understanding that you're both you're lying to them saying I'm doing something impossible and they're aware that you're not actually performing the feat that is impossible and I feel like that makes it kind of interesting like an interesting uh dynamic you know what I mean yeah and the fact like it's it's it could be almost like magic could be real like magicians it's it's so well done like that like it nearly could be real like it's very like you can never look at a magician like any good magician you could say yeah that's obviously fake like they do it so well that you're like shit that could actually be real you know that kind of way which is cool yeah and i feel like that almost makes it makes it more because if somebody actually went up to you right and like let's say they had real powers and they made a coin vanish you're like okay i mean 
this dude's a genetic freak. But if some guy's able to do some crazy thing where it looks just like it, he could do it the same way, but he put in like a hundred hours to it. I think that's almost more interesting than the dude who has just this weird genetic metal disappearing power. I mean, that's yeah. probably more interesting if we're being honest here. But yeah, yeah. yeah. If you kind of try to get the general point of what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, it's just everything like that. I don't even like superheroes and stuff. Like, like, like everyone, every kid's dream is to like fly, just shit like that. You're like, it's just stuff like that. I just would always. You know, one day you just wish you could just wake up and just like fly out of the house or something. It's just mad shit. Like even like Spider Man. This I don't know. Did, I haven't watched it yet. Did you watch that actually? Oh no. Well, I actually have had COVID the past week. Oh shit, have you? Like a like a bad case. So I've been stuck inside my home. Couldn't go out and see Spider Man. Oh shit. Oh, that's actually big. But yeah, like, all, I've heard it's like like lived up to the hype as well. Like it's meant to be like proper really? listen. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'll probably see it after Christmas. I wouldn't be a big Marvel fan or anything like that, but uh, it's just meant to be so like out of this world. So I can't wait to oh, see yeah. it. I mean, those original, those original Spider-Man films with Tobey Maguire, that was my thing when I was a, when I was a wee lad, you know? Yeah. That was my, I ruined those VHS tapes watching them so many times. Yeah. But, but, but with that, with that point of like superheroes kind of, I see like real like, like the the magicians we see in mainstream society, I almost see them as like a Bruce Wayne or a Tony Stark, where it's they don't have the natural born superpowers, but they made them, you know. Yeah. And then someone who could actually do like Superman, who the asshole can just fly because he's special, you yeah. know. I see that as like like someone who would actually have to. It, do you kind of get what the point I'm making? Yeah, yeah. No, some people yeah, just so. have it in. Yeah. No, it makes but, sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, I fucking forgot about the other three questions. Yeah, I just went off random there. Um, moment to erase from history, personal or just general? Okay, so this one was the hardest one to answer because I get in like thought loops about this all the time. This is something that plagues me because I feel like at this point in my life, I'm happy with where I've like ended up at this moment, you know? So I feel like if I was to erase something, it would be like pulling out a Jenga block. And I'd say 50% of my life, I have moments I just want to delete, but I'd be too yeah. worried if I deleted that one moment, like the whole tower would fall, you know? Yeah. And if I didn't have that one bad experience, then I'd be like homeless on the street somewhere <laughs> trying to do, do yeah. card tricks for pennies, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't think I'd erase any of them because I'd be too paranoid that I ruined my life by erasing it. Okay, yeah, that's actually an interesting take on it. So there's nothing like kind of like something for me now. This is me personally, but I can think of like yeah. say I don't know, like being like humiliated by someone, like by a fucking somebody you liked or something in the middle of the school. Do you know shit like that? Like I would have thought something like that. I would be happy to get it out of the fucking way. Like something like that, I would get rid of straight away, a hundred times over. Yeah. But that's actually an interesting take on it. I wasn't expecting that. That was actually interesting to be fair. Yeah, like I like for me personally, like I've had a lot, a lot, a lot of really, really bad performance uh, events, you know. And one time I was at a a magic competition, right? And uh, first off, I just want to say that sounds like virginity fest. But nonetheless, I was at said magic competition and I prepared like this super technically difficult sleight of hand thing. I went there and I fucked it all up. Because I was like, 
I, I was in over my head, you know what I mean? So I was like, <clears throat> it, it just was one of the most painful memories. I was probably 16 years old and like all the people at the con- competition slash convention constantly brought it up to me. What were you trying to do? You know, and it just was so bad, you know, but I think the bad performances ended up defining me more than the positive ones. Yeah. And like, how, like, it must be fairly like fucking, what's the word, uh, demoralizing, like after, like you've worked, so I'm assuming you work really fucking hard for these, like, like do you do a lot of prep and stuff for them? Like, and if you, I'm assuming if you mess it up, it's like fucking heartbreaking. Like. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, this might make sense, but like a boxer, like, you know, they, they train for like a hundred hours for their fight. And then if they go out there and get knocked out in round one, they're going to feel like trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And like, that that's kind of how I could best explain how you work on something like that, you know, real hard. And then you just go out there, you screw everything up and you have a blank audience staring at you. It's oh. the worst feeling in the world. I've been there multiple times. Oh, how are you? I can't, like, what's, like, I want to know what the anxiety, if you get this, there's, like, I just yeah. know before, like, I know I used to start this. I've done 40 episodes of this now, but I remember to start the anxiety, even still, if I have guests, I don't know, I'm kind of used to it now, but I remember to start, I used to be, like, fucking sweating before an episode or something. I used to be fucking shit. I used to not be able to do it. And there was times, like, I literally canceled episode because I was so nervous. And it, when I think about oh, wow. it, I just was in my own head, but it's so, and you think about it, you say, Jesus, but over the top. But did you ever have anything like that? Or could you, were you very calm? You just deal with anxiety or anything that came? Oh, no. Like every time I've gone out on stage, there's always been some level of like anxiety. But I think to some degree, since like, it, you know, if any of your viewers have seen my videos, I'm kind of like this very extreme character, you know, where I'm like yelling, screaming, throwing mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Like, that it serves to benefit you know what I mean like that anxiety that fear it's almost like you go out there and I I try to kind of like let it be an explosion you know what I mean yeah yeah so I I try to use it to my advantage it's obviously failed sometimes plenty of times yeah it's part of the game yeah like yeah it's like it's like high risk like high reward like when it when it pays off there's like no better feeling in the world because like you do play like a character like even this like I probably I'm not fully myself when I talk on this kind of stuff. And even yeah. you always kind of have to talk maybe extra, say something different. So you are playing a character, which is probably the most nervy thing. You nearly have to become someone else at times. Well, not always, but sometimes. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Mm. But, um, yeah, the, the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing with it is, like, I really think in, like, you could just switch it from, like, a performance of mine to a podcast you'd probably say like a bad podcast to find you more than a good podcast episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is true. Um, uh, third question, uh, best day or moment of your life so far. I'm going to make it a little cheesy for you. I'm going <laughs> to say it's August 26, 2016. I was in a movie theater and sitting next to, I was just a high school senior, sitting next to very sweet, 
person named Hannah Beatrice Sutton, and I asked them to homecoming, and we've been together ever since. And ah, Jesus. Ah, that's a fairy tale. That's not even the best. That's a fairy tale. That is. Oh yeah. Ah. So, had to pick a little cheeky. What else could I say though? No, that's good. That's great, actually. Like, oh, I always like hearing that stuff because people say fairy tales don't exist, but you've proved that they do. So, oh, well yeah. done. Now we got yeah. a sweet, we got a sweet pit bull with a real big head named Joseph. <laughs> so, storybook um, ending. I hate to bring you down, but um. Now, this one was optional, but I hate to bring you down from that happy moment, but the worst moment, um, low point, um, is there, you don't have to do This is optional. I can edit oh, this. Oh, no, out. no. I, 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 I have a lot of them, like anybody does, you know, but relevant to, like, my uh, entertainment career. And this, I was thinking about it. I feel like when it comes out of my mouth, it's going to sound cringy, but let me extrapolate on it. So I think it was, I started producing videos for TikTok and Instagram probably back in, I think it was May 2021 is when I uploaded my first video. And three months in, I got to 120,000 followers. And then I woke up to see that my account was permanently banned. You know, so it was all this work I put in. It was the first time I ever had success in the entertainment industry on like a grand scale. And it was banned, you know, yeah. couldn't upload videos anymore. Everything was gone. Yada, yada, yada. And at that moment, it felt like horrible calamity, like all this stuff I worked for. First time I've reached success in the entertainment industry pulled out from under me. What am I going to do? And yeah. And it yeah. sounds cringy because I'm like a Gen Z person saying, I got banned on TikTok, worst moment. <laughs> I've had worse moments than that. But in my career-wise, that's probably the worst moment. Yeah. But like you like you get banned for Anton nowadays. Like I'm assuming you didn't even do Anton that bad. Like you didn't call out fucking, it's not nothing bad. Like I'm assuming it was nothing too bad. I hope not. So what the ban was for was, and I, I didn't even have like an Instagram uh, following at that point or anything i was just on tiktok and i was doing this series of videos where it would be like like a bait of like a very attractive young woman doing some sort of dance and then it would do a hard cut to me and i'd go now that i have your attention blah 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 do a magic trick yeah not that funny but i was doing it and yeah, well, it, it shouldn't get you banned. Like, it's not like, unless. Yeah, and it was already a prior viral TikTok, the one I uh, used as clickbait. And uh, it was uh, three young ladies dressed as the Powerpuff girls twerking around a stripper pole. But it was already a popular TikTok. Yeah. So I thought I'd be okay, but I wasn't. What can you do? Well, at least they were clothed. Like, I've seen, honestly, fucking TikToks have been haven't been banned and there was no not a fucking stitch of clothes on them so I don't really know like yeah even, I know like you God get only knows. yeah I don't know it's, it's fucking stupid to be fair um what um what's the most like impressive trick you can do I have I've watched a few of them but I just want to know what like the most impressive thing you can do you see it's hard I don't even quite know I don't I, uh, most impressive I have like favorites, but some of them are for like kind of comedic purposes. I'd say 
the most impressive one I do hasn't ever been a video online. It's like a little prediction thing I close my stage show with. So no one, until until I, some, some touring company says, Jack, we want to show you to the world. Y'all aren't, aren't going to see it. Sorry. <laughs> so um, it's, it's a trick that's never been seen by the general population. Oh, so you're never, that's not really coming out then, is it? You can't give uh, it. It couldn't come out in a video form because it's more so. Like it needs to be done live. Like there's certain tricks that I don't think would translate to like a video on TikTok or uh, Instagram. But, uh, and there's also some things I've put out as videos that are more so not quite uh, possible to be adapted to the stage, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And um, do you know like the real traditional like kind of magic, like the likes of like sawing yourself in half, Obviously, no one actually saw himself in half. Um, but mm -hmm. would um, would you ever do any of that kind of stuff? Or are you just kind of the main like card tricks? Is that is that or obviously more than card tricks? But you wouldn't do any extreme kind of show, would you? Um, I'd like what I'd like to do with something like classic like that is I'd like to find like a new like modern demented kind of spin on it, which I've done with like a lot of the classic routines, I guess you could say of magic i found like a new unique way to present it so maybe with like with sawing myself in half I, I don't even know what i could do with it but maybe i like saw myself in half to get and then okay here's the routine i just came up with it in my brain you're gonna love it i saw myself in half and we saw another guy in half and then the other guy and i switched legs so now <laughs> i have a bigger penis like that's the routine. that's the plot of it that's everyone's fucking dream. That is everyone's right, dream. right. We swap legs, so I get I get the bigger penis, and I like give them a bitcoin or something for the transaction. <laughs> yeah, just swap legs with like the Rock Johnson or something like that. That'd be so right. Cool. Exactly. Yeah, they're they're not gonna question why my legs and my torso are a different shade. Why is he Why is he white on top and black on, or brown yeah. on bottom? Yeah, they'll never ask. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, your mid or your fucking mixed race man. Yeah, literally mixed race at that point. But I feel like <laughs> like that would be an interesting take on the, the sawing in half. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, or like pulling a rabbit out of a hat. I've done it live and uh, on video where it's uh, the rabbit got like a mafia hit on him when he comes out the hat. You know, he's like got a knife wound in him and he's like <laughs> dripping blood, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because people appreciate it. Yeah, because that's the real kind of like standard, like traditional stuff. And like who were you like, um, who was like your inspiration to get into magic? Or did you have, did you just kind of do it because you liked it? So I, I have uh, I have inspirations in and out of magic. I'd say there's like amazing Jonathan, who's uh, he's uh, he's not performing anymore, but he was like a like one of the first comedy magicians I've seen. And then uh, Penn and Teller, of course. And then a non-magician influence, I'd say, is Bo Burnham. So back in 2015, when his special What came out on YouTube for free to all to see, like at that moment, I realized I don't want to just be a magician. I also want to be seen as like a comedian as well, you know, with the stuff I produce. So I always... And I'd say like, I'm at the point now where it's like, like 
half the stuff I put out is like more so like the magic isn't as important as the comedy and then the other stuff magic is more centered and I like the 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 crossing over kind of if you get what I'm saying and I feel yeah. like I'm I'm trying to take inspiration from different unexpected areas you know yeah yeah no you're making something unique like yeah it's not just like like face value magic like it's a bit of comedy as well which is kind of cool as well like it adds a few different dimensions to it i'd say like you know yeah yeah um no oh yeah um dear would you know when you like it's kind of not the most common like you can accept finding what not the most common job to be a magician what do your family and friends when you like when you tell someone you're a magician how like they react to it or is there any or how do they react to it so 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 with with so usually I'll say something different. Like if I'm in like a like a Uber or something or a Lyft, I'll just like I won't tell them I'm a magician just because I don't want to get into that, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of like, They'll probably just go, oh, make my wife disappear. <laughs> yeah. said that before, you know. Yeah. Uh, peace and love to them, obviously. But uh, yeah, like with with my parents, I I make jokes about it in my videos, like like like. I'm disappointing them and all that stuff, but they've always been supportive of me performing magic. They've just always, probably for good reason, been hyper, hyper nervous anytime I said, I want to do it as a job. Mm. That I, I, it's reasonable, but like, you know, it's, they, they've always just been shaky in that regard. Like, oh, you can do it as a job, but let's make sure you have nine backups in place first, you know, yeah. but that's just normal parenting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. You know, because they just want the best in the end of the day. Yeah. But like, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like even I hear like stories of um, like K Joe KSI and stuff, just different influences and stuff like parents, like this generation would probably understand like probably the generation we're in, like is it generation X we're called? Is it? Or is it Z? Gen Z. Gen Z, yeah. How old are you, if you don't mind? Uh, I'm 19. So I, 19? Oh, yeah, so you're Gen Z. Gen Z, okay, cool. Um, but, yeah, like like that generation, this generation understands kind of, you know, I want to be an influencer. Yeah, go for it. But, you know, I think the last generation, Joe, obviously, they're not dead. I make them sound like they're dead. But, like, they um they probably didn't understand it as much. And it's not their fault. It's just they didn't come from an era where people did it. It wasn't an influencer yeah. generation. Like this you know, generation is like. Yeah, exactly. Like my uncle, I, I shouldn't say his name. We'll call him Uncle Ricky. That's not his real name. But okay, yeah. in case of, I don't know. I know my parents are going to listen to this, so I won't, I won't dox my uncle. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah. He was making comments like, oh, you're, you're, you post videos on TikTok. You know that the Chinese government has a file on you now and stuff like that. Oh, where it's like Jesus. this real like, I mean, they probably do have a file on everybody who uses TikTok, not going to lie. Having said that, though, he's like, oh, that, that's just a place for you get mind controlled on there, that kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, like people go on about it like it's some sort of culture, like, oh, geez, you'll get lost in there. And I thought, watch where you're doing the TikTok. I said, it's a fucking app. Like, it's not a cult. Like, Jesus. Some of the uh, stuff people say is ghastly. Um, oh, yeah. Another thing, too, is like I told... Uh, Hannah's grandparents I said like oh yeah I'm you know doing these videos on TikTok and Instagram and they're like oh that's nice and then like they said I've heard people gotten paid on that are you one of those people and I'm like yeah a little bit now but now a little bit 
Um, yeah, it, it's it's. I'd say it's about fifty percent of the way there for it to be full time, but not quite yet. I my hitman job. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. No, I, I like it. It's. Do you know what? It's not the same as everyone else. You don't just want to be an accountant like every other Joe Soap. You're do, going the the different route, and I like that. I appreciate when people Thank do you. that. So, uh, uh, Jack Brady, thanks a million for coming on. Um, thanks for getting up at eight in the fucking morning to do this. Most people would not have had that commitment. So, uh, God bless you. And um, yeah, uh, enjoy. Have a good Christmas or Hanukkah or it's probably over now. Sorry, Hanukkah's over. Jeez, what am I thinking? Um, whatever else you said. But yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I probably was trying to be too smart there, but um, <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, thanks for coming on, and um, yeah, mind yourself, I suppose. Peace and love. Bye. Foul neck, kill boss. Foul neck, kill boss. Ball comes out, sends it into the centre. They have to hold possession. The referee gets out of the way. Hand passes off. He hits it. He hits it. Wow. It's over the bar. Uh, just doing a preview for next year. I uh, did this last year as well. I don't think I even fucking missed it. But uh, just, yeah, preview next year. So I don't know what you talk about. Probably the hurling, the football, I suppose, the two main sports. You don't do any other sports in Kappa. Um, so, yeah, what would you think now, Killian? Uh Big things. Won a few trophies last year more than we usually win. What are your predictions? Yeah, yeah. yeah we got the... We got the 17s last year, the, the cup, wasn't it? 17s cup. Oh, it was, yeah. First cup ever. Uh, and we got into the minor final, which is probably more than we ever do. But, uh, yeah, um, it's hard to know what's happening this year. They're talking about going with Kukok this year. Fuck, are they? Yeah, so I don't know if that's true or not. Because, you know, the, the younger ages are with Kukok. Yeah. I don't know. Like, does... Two fucking sides to it. I don't know, like part of you would kind of half, but there's a lot of lads that say who wouldn't go to the cop. That's the only thing. Yeah. See, it's not too bad for like my brother always says that he's with them, and like they don't really play the cops, they don't really have really any rivalry there, you know. Whereas we would, you know. Yeah. Or like yeah, I don't know, it's not I don't think it's the greatest idea. Unless you start, you know, unless they bring the ruler where you can like bury your own teammates and it's a half white goggle. Uh, like yeah, no, no, because there is no the reason lads, lads like say it's over the top, but there is lads who would fucking hate each other on them team on Kikok Oh, Carton. stop! I know, like, that's... Both, but you know what? I can think of a few myself that I don't that I don't like, but like for me to be grand, because I be I get along with most of them, but I can I'd say everyone has a few fucking names at the top of their head they they'd love to fucking bury now, but um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know, like like it'd be nice to get a Kappa team all the same, like I I don't think. Because for like kids like looking at matches, like do you really want them to be looking at fucking St. Copas or Kappa? So I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. No, I'd say I say well all if they if it comes to that anyway, I'd say all, all our boys would like just say no to it. I hope to do one. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't really want to play with the cognitive honest. Yeah, no, I don't think so. No, I think it's better no, it's better to have a Kappa team, but fuck's sake. Like I haven't been yeah, ever sure after since what, since under what, when did we start? Was it under like nines or tens we started with Harlan? Must have been. You, you started younger because I remember I was like under nines or tens and you must have been eight. I remember you were the youngest team in the club. Yeah. And we're after going the whole way up way cap, like we're hardly going to swap teams now like when it gets to junior. Yeah, no, that's true, yeah. And I do, yeah, there's no way like, you have a lot of fucking beef over the years you could have. Like there's no way in hell that is going to happen. No one's going to go through with that. Like. 
And, uh, yeah, and for like a small club though, we're still doing well to have like to be able to feel the team at this age that most boys be gone by now, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not too fair. And like we did nearly beat the cop, like nearly is kind of fucking no use, but like to be fair, and they weren't even missing that many boys either. Like they had like the main lads and we nearly beat them. Like so that's good for like a village team. Do you know what I think? What do we lose? Was it three goals, was it? Oh fuck yeah, no, like it wasn't that much in the end, because remember we got we got a bit back. At one stage in the end, because I just remember the last like two balls that went in, they won it, and then. But I remember there was only like two goals in at the end. It was like it was something like winnable. Like we could have won the game. Like there was another few minutes, but like look, it's not we're making excuses. But yeah, yeah, same with the first one. We only lost by a point. Yeah, remember that one? It was that. I think that was the minor league. I think it was. Oh fuck yeah! That was when they came back. That was yeah. They got two points at the very end. You remember that? Oh yeah, I nearly cried after that. I was I was on the verge of tears. I was at the goals where they scored. Oh, I, was, I was sick after that game. I was ah. sick. Played so well. Played so well that game. I know. Fuck no, fuck me. That was that was the most fucking devastating thing ever. Like the fact we were and we were so much better than them and they just fucking get it back in the end. It was oh my god. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Well apparently like they were actually all like in, in school next day and they're like, oh like we fully deserve to win. I wish we did like. I was actually shocked they weren't hard solved. Yeah, but... yeah, exactly. Yeah, not to be fair, like because they usually would be like any any time we've ever lost, any time I ever lost a cup, they were always the most fucking saltiest, and they were always rubbing it in, <laughs> which I hate. Yeah. But uh, not to be fair, they were actually sportsmen like for once, so it's very uncalled like but fair play to them. Um, uh, but I'm all, so then the hurling what else would you preview then? Like there was a decent year, like for the even for the women's like should they won the junior. They had a good goal. Oh, yeah, yeah, the junior, yeah. Yeah. They're an intermediate now. Oh, yeah, good, yeah. So, like, that's good. Like, that's that's a big old step up for him, I'm sure. Who else then? Um, yeah. We won. I'm sure, obviously, the Colcas was serious with the hurling. Like, yeah, they won the day, Division yeah. 1. Division 1 against Nate. Yeah, like, fucking. There's, like, five capital that starting on that. Yeah, that was that was serious now. Like, yeah. Nate won, like, as well. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Like, that's, like, that's big that's fucking stuff. That's unreal team, Dan. How did we beat them by that much? I don't know. Oh, I wasn't at the game now, but apparently, like, like we got in at them at the very start, and they just they started like um, they just they just got real stressed, like real panicky, and that's what kind of lost in the game. And they didn't really know what to do. Like, really, Jesus. Yeah. So. Like yeah, no, that was just that was a savage man. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's it's nice to see that just winning. Like, like it's it's grand to win, Anton, but like you know the way. Kappa are always like division three, four, kind of at the bottom. It's nice to see lads. I know it wasn't Kappa, but like still, like we had like four or five lads in like the central positions. Like, so geez, like, you know, to start anyway, like, you know. Yeah, no, it is class now, guys. It is class. So hope they do it again this year. Ah, yeah, please go, sure. Uh, there's nothing really else you can preview. Um, there's fucking like who else? Yeah, there's the hurling. There's like Obviously, like the fucking senior footballers now. To be fair, they have a serious team as well. They are for like that next year. <clears throat> yeah, we uh, are. We can play that next year. Well, yeah, next year, yeah. Oh yeah, all your boys are playing on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're able to play now, so that should be good. We're doing strength conditioning um, for it at the moment. Like, oh yeah, how's that going? It's actually going class now. Like to get the the programs actually is actually class. Like it's not like. Do you know when you're like under 40s, 15s and you're not really meant to be lifting weights and you're just kind of doing like body, body weight kind of stuff. Yeah. But like now we're actually like in the gym, like in the under the self to have in Kappa there and we're actually doing like bench and, and using the squat racks and all that's class. 
Yeah, that's the way it should be. Like, you see, lads, we, we did it as well. It was like under 40, or it was under 15s we did it. And you do like box jumps, like, like which aren't bad. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. box jumps, like fucking these bands, yoga bands. Like, what are you ever going to fucking get on a pitch with that? Jesus Christ. It just annoys me when you yeah. see young lads doing Like, if you're not going to lift a bit or put yourself under a bit of pressure, like, is there actually any point being there at all? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're doing like, we're doing like, it's most of the stuff is kind of like explosive stuff, which you kind of need in the game. Like, so oh, it's actually yeah. fantastic. Or oh, you do the squat jumps and shy bits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know that? Like, I think it's like a like a, it's like a clean jerk. Or, do you know? Do you know that that joke? I can't think oh yeah, yeah. No, I heard of that actually. Yeah, that's yeah. We're doing that, like so, stuff like that. Like, yeah, no, that that's good. good like. It's useful, like Jesus Christ. Like, at least we're not doing like Pilates and fucking yoga. Like some of the stuff people suggest to do, like is I don't know, it's fucking stupid. But uh, no, that actually sounds good to be fair. Um, hopefully, uh, yeah. if we do the same for the hurling, it'd be fucking serious. Yeah, no. Um, I think uh, what kind of Tommy was down looking at the, he was looking at us doing the uh, strength conditions. So I'd say he'll have a a plan to himself for uh, the hurling. Yeah, he will. He'll bring in that lad, the the fucking karate lad from last time. He was <laughs> yeah. Where did he ever go? I, do you know, I, no, I meant to say that to you. I, I was driving down the road, like, do you know, past Kappa, and then, like, there's the T-junction. We saw, oh, yeah, yeah. do you know, like, up that hill towards, like, the mass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were just driving, and we just see him going, like, full fucking sprint up the hill. <laughs> I'll never forget yeah. what just fucking laughed. Do you remember that training session we had and you done your back and he was there as well? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And you, you were just yeah. talking to him. You were just talking to him at the end of that training session for the whole thing. I was talking for like an hour straight. But yeah, the fucking idiot. He made us run like sideways across the hill and he was surprised when he did me fucking back. Like, fuck's sake. I don't know. But uh, gosh, fucker. He was a local lad as well. I literally never heard of him. Was he? <laughs> yeah, he was a local lad, yeah. Um... I'd say, I'd say he'd absolutely whoop anyone in martial arts, I'd say. Sure, remember he was telling us he used to be in the UFC and he seen he broke his fingers in two and shit. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like he's uh, he's hardcore that fella. I don't know where Tommy got him. I don't know how Tommy know. Like, Tommy was hardly down doing a few rounds with him. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Gas man, isn't it? Uh yeah. Sure, that's uh, yeah, that's nearly it. It's only an ten minute thing there, so yeah, I'd say um, focus. You've no last words, right? No, no. I just, I just hope it's uh, another good year, another few cups for us, and yeah, that's it. Yeah, hopefully now, fill the trophy cabinet. It's looking fair bare at the moment, so or actually no, well, after, <laughs> before this year it was, but no, no. Hopefully you now, Jesus, we'll give it a kick and we'll we'll get a few trophies this year. Please God, so. Thanks a million for listening. Please keep the support going and follow us on all the wee socials there for extra crack and news. We'll be back for we'll be back for the same time next week. Yeah, good luck.